so here we go. This is uh, yet another of the James Whale radio show podcast that you can uh, you can get by. Well, I don't know really. How can you get it? You can get it anywhere. So it sort of seems to me to be omnipresent. Is it important though? Because if you're listening to this, you've already got it. That, do you know that's a bloody good point, isn't it? Because I often used to say that on radio stations when um, bosses always used to don't forget, tell everybody where they can find us. Uh, 96.57 twat diddle dum whatever. And I often thought, well, hang on, they know that. They're listening. In the early days when you had to say, and uh, this is Metro Radio on 264 metres in the medium wave and 97.5 FM. Actually, very sort of serious. If you think what? about it, if they're listening to this, say, on a local radio station that's putting this show out, and then yeah. they're going away on holiday and they're thinking, oh, I'm going to miss the James Well radio show, because we've told them that you can get the uh, show on an app or on a, yeah. you know, now they'll know. So, yes. Easy. Carry on. So, Tell maybe it's worth doing that. Yeah. So, it, you know, this is uh, available everywhere. Some radio stations broadcast it. When I say do they take that out? I take it out, and uh, they oh, right. put the okay. taken out. We'll talk out. about we'll talk about that in a moment. Look, don't worry about that for a minute. Um, but uh, the BBC are going to give up on DAB radio, yeah. which is is like I mean, DAB FM, VHF, whatever medium wave, long wave. They're all yesterday, aren't they? Because now everything is online. Cars have an app now. Yeah. So. Um, it's a, uh, you know, my vintage car doesn't, but, uh, I have, I have brought my vintage car up to date with a hands-free. I thought that was wise. Um, I, I yeah, I, I just, I don't understand why the BBC have suddenly said, oh, we're not going to be promoting DAB anymore. They're still going to broadcast on it, aren't they? Um, but it will, I mean, I think DAB radio will disappear, won't it? It's not like digital television, is it? I think DAB will be around for a long time. It's just another way of getting it. And uh, you can find this anywhere you want, really. So uh, I've done all that. I'm on talk radio Monday to Thursday, sometimes on a Friday, 7 o'clock in the evening till 10. Um, now, I'll tell you what I was going to talk about. We were talking about freedom of speech on my show on talk radio the other day, and I, I fell out at a bit of an argy-bargy. Not like me, is it? No, it's not like you at all. What's happened to you? I don't know, really. This is the, by the way, that's the voice of Rob, who is the producer of this show. So, if you're really offended by any anything that I say, f off. It might be me that swears today. I've done me back in. I got out of bed this morning and something went crack, and I can't bend. Listen, can we're not interested in you and your back problems? Oh, okay. Cheers. <clears throat> that's all right. Um, so there was this this big story. Uh, we, it wasn't really a story, but Ricky DeVay's got involved in various other people. Um, some bloke in Scotland, uh, whose name I can't remember, don't even want to, trained his little pug dog to do a Nazi salute. Every time he said something so offensive, I'm not even prepared to say it on this programme. Um, just about death camps, Jewish people. It was just absolutely the most offensive thing ever. And he got prosecuted in Scotland for committing a hate crime. And he's, I think he's been sent to jail for a short while. I actually don't think jail will do him any good. And I think people who do that should be brought back, tied to a stake and thrashed. Now, here's the story, right? A lot of people saying this man, uh, very offensive, disgusting. But in a free country with free speech, you have the freedom to say that. And uh, and James, what's his name, Maypole, um, on my show, journalist, a right-wing journalist, accused me, me. He accused me of being a snowflake. Oh. Because I said, yeah. And then he said, you're not very good at this sort of thing, are you really? You know, I'm, I'm better at it than you, blah, blah, blah. Sounds like a little public schoolboy, the sort that you want kicks sand in the face of. You know, the sort. It's all, that kind. Um... Probably that's why you've never heard him on the radio much. That hadn't um, hadn't occurred to me. But there we are. Um, so here, here's the thing: I believe in freedom of speech, and I think I'm free to say uh, the Queen's a fat old cow. I mean, I don't believe that. I am a huge royalist, and I think the Queen and I think our royal family. We are very lucky. We have struck lucky with a good gene pool, which I think was improved by Princess Diana. That's my thought. But if I wanted to say the Queen is a fat old cow, and I wanted to be rude about any other member, I, I have the freedom to do that. If I want to say Theresa May is the worst possible Prime Minister we have had, bar 
well, maybe not quite as bad as Jeremy Corbyn, but I can say that without being dragged off somewhere, okay? Uh, yeah, now, well, yeah. So I have freedom of speech along those lines. I don't have the freedom to go on um, what might be called ordinary media, media and say, you, do you know, I'm fed up with the f***ing guys that call me. They really f***ing piss me off. And I get really, really pissed off because some of them are just a bunch of old f***ing twats. Now, I could say that, but I'd probably get the sack. And I would imagine that Ofcom would uh, uh, find that too offensive to be broadcast, right? I would find it too offensive to be broadcast, and I'd beep it out. Yeah, so, <clears throat> and people just have to make up their own minds as to what was said. But I find that quite offensive, and I wouldn't want to hear um, me talking on the radio or the television in the way that I might talk when I'm wandering around my house stubbing my toe looking for my pants or, or something like that, or in the pub with my mates. Um and I don't, I don't actually understand why you would think it is uh, an incursion of our freedom of speech to actually find somebody who is saying the most violent, repulsive things. And if I was Jewish and if I had members of my family who had been killed in the death camps and he was making a joke out of this with his dog, and by the way, I think his dog should be rehomed. I don't think this person is a fit and proper person to look after a dog, much as, I, as you know, I prefer dogs to humans. Um, but that's a side issue at the moment. I, I, I don't think you can have freedom without responsibility. And you have to have the responsibility. You have to make that judgment. And I actually think it should be in, in law because if you don't have the nous to know where the line is about what you say, you go through life being just objectionable and hurtful to people. And I don't think freedom really benefits from that. But apparently my friend Mr. Dellingpole um, thinks I'm a snowflake for saying that. I actually think this bloke, for saying it, should be given six of the best. Because what he was doing is he thought he was being funny and putting it on Facebook, it went viral, and he thought it was really funny. And hey, we live in a free country, so I can say any f***ing thing I want. No, you can't. If you were to use the N-word liberally, you'd be prosecuted, and quite rightly so, because now we live in a more enlightened time. But it doesn't, it doesn't actually take away your freedom of expression. But I think you have to be, you know, you have to be fairly careful. Those two oiks who were jailed recently from what, what is it called? Britain First, one of those extreme right wing organizations, or the hook handed monster of, of, of the, the, the Muslim mosque in Finsbury Park who, who was uh, sent over to America and is now languishing in a prison because he was uh, pushing hate like these two in prison. You know, you're thick, basically just thick c***s, really, who, who don't understand where the line is. You can have the freedom to say, I'm, I mean, I don't like religion. I find religion annoying. I really hope there's a God. I would love there to be a God. If there is a God, please, if there is a Savior, you know, come to me. I need some help at the moment, please. But I don't, I, all the stuff that these people go around, I don't believe a word of it. You know, the, you've got to eat this and you can't do that and you must wear that and you can't do this and you, you must spend most of your time bowing down and offering. You know, that, that, that isn't, as far as I can see, that, that's just a, a way of controlling people. But I have the freedom to say that. What I don't have the freedom to do, maybe, is really go to somebody and say, I think, you know, I hope you, you die and all your kids die. And I hope, you know, some just those sort of things that people think when you are stopped from, from uttering words of hate, that it is actually an infringement of our freedom of speech. Do not understand the principles of freedom. That's what I think. And it's interesting, the extreme right wing and the extreme left wing, we talked about this before, mostly the same. They're the same thick idiots who think that they are superior. They think that they know better than the rest of us. And they are the people who are actually, by their actions, trying to curtail our freedoms that we have in this very liberal country. So freedom of speech uh, and people who use it just to sort of try, A, to prove they're clever or think they're clever uh, and be abusive to others, that's no freedom.
That is no freedom, in my view. Um, other big stories around Ant and Deck. I do feel sorry for Ant. I feel a bit sorry for Deck, actually. Um, I'm glad nobody was seriously hurt in the accidents, and hopefully Ant will get some kind of treatment. Can't be, can't be a very nice place he's in. And everybody thinks, don't they, oh, money, that will solve all the problems. Well, there we are. There's an example of, of, of people with money and uh, what, what you would imagine to be a good life, just not managing to, uh, to hack it. Because he's ill, because he has an illness, and uh, let's hope that gets sorted. Um, what else was I going to talk about today? I was going to do a bit about Brexit, but it hardly seems worth it, because all my um, observations over the past year or so are now coming to fruition. Brexit's going to be one major f**k-up, and it's going to be a fudge. Um, oh, did you see, oh, you know, I'd, uh, Nigel Farage, I have to say, Gary Lineker's response to Nigel Farage was the funniest thing I have ever seen. And very, I wish I'd said it. In fact, I tweeted that out. I wish I'd said it. He said, there are two more slippery, smelly, appalling uh, items together I have not said. He was referring to Nigel Farage throwing the fish into the Thames, which was the most juvenile prank I've ever seen. I'm sorry, Nigel, but you brought this all on yourself, mate. Much as I love you, much as you're a good bloke to have a drink in the pub with, I think this has to stop. You know, you, you've been an MEP for years. You've hardly ever attended any of the committees. You've hardly ever done anything to try and help sort out the problems of the European Parliament. You've sat there. You've accepted the uh, huge amount of money to be paid and the expenses to be paid to be an MEP, and you've done f*** all except moan about it, and now brought us into crisis. I'm sorry, Nigel, much as I love you, you're wrong. And you'll be proved to be wrong. And, and Nigel, you have to live with the fact, mate, that you have probably done an enormous amount to actually damage this country and other parts of the world. This is going to have repercussions. It's like throwing a stone in a pond and watching the ripples this is going to be a problem for people for generations to come, Nigel, because of you, all right? Because of you. Because you've, you've been born, mate, in the wrong time. You should have been born so that you could have been a Spitfire pilot or a, or a frontline soldier or something in the Second World War. That's where you belonged. You would have much... Well, no, you're scared of flying, aren't you? That would be no good. But that's where you, you, you know, strut around... Uh, that's where you would have been happy, talking in a, a strange way that went out of fashion back in the 40s, dressing in clothes that a man of your age should never be seen anywhere near. Come on, Nigel. I thought I had managed to have some influence on you. Obviously, I haven't. By the way, there's a, a program where I have a chat with Nigel a couple of years ago. Um, you might want to check that out after you've listened to this here on the James World Podcast Radio Show, where anything goes as long as I agree with him. And that's the way it is, isn't it? This is a benevolent dictatorship, this programme, when I think about it. A benevolent dictatorship, which I think is quite good. Why not have a benevolent dictatorship? Yeah, 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 I think it works okay. It does seem to work okay. Um, so uh, I, I just, I was appalled. that Chucking stuff in, the, in the, the River Thames makes you look like a twat, right? Well, I'm sorry, that's rude. Makes you look like a... Oh, no, that's rude as well. Um, makes you look like a dickhead? Yeah, that's acceptable. Is it? Yeah. How come men's bits are more acceptable? Anyway, that's not that story. Um, so there we are. Uh, now, a lot of people have been getting on and want to know a little bit about this fabulous... Uh, uh, I have to admit that this came to me when I realised that the Labour Party... They do Labour a bit, don't they? The Labour Party... Um, they are fun to take the piss out of, it must be said, but the Labour Party are going to have a festival on the 16th of June. Is it called Labour Fest or something like that? So they've upgraded. They've gone from a party to a festival. Yep, they're going to have a festival, uh, which brought me to thinking, uh, well, why don't we do Whaley Fest? Right, on the same day. Um, I don't know, maybe we'll do it on the same day. Listen, while, we're, while you think about Whaley Fest in the summer and think about who should be there and what should be done and where it should be, uh, some music, Love on Love by Black Sedan. I haven't heard this. Have you heard this? I, I've heard a little snippet. Yeah? So we're playing this completely blind or deaf? Both. Yeah, okay. Uh, love on Love, Black Sedan, here it is.
I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. But we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent. And all will be lost. to brutes, men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder, don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts, you are not machines, you are men, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. Let us fight to free the world. To do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. In the name of democracy. are lifting. The sun is breaking through. We are coming out of the darkness into the night. Uh, well, there we are. Black Sedan, Love on Love. That was all right. Yeah, all right. Tony, send us some more stuff. If you would like uh, music played on the programme, send it to Rob. This is the address. Jameswellradio at gmail.com. Include the MP3 permission to play. Whatever that means, yeah. Do all of that. Now, Whaleyfest, um, Ash, of course, does a show with me on, on Talk Radio, thinks that there should be blow-up whales. And, and I thought it was really good, you know, a huge blow-up whale as a, a bouncy whale for people to play on, or maybe even, rather than a pyramid stage, a whale stage, and the, and the stage will be in the whale's mouth. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm like thinking of that. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, okay, you can see that, can't you? Mm. And then Ash said, no, man, no, no, I meant, I meant inflatable ones of you. Oh. I said, what? With real hair. I don't know, he got fixated with real hair. But I, I thought if you could have inflatable ones of me with a little ash that I held in my hand. Can you take them home afterwards? Yeah, why not? You could sell them. We've got, we've got a merchandise. Blow up whales. Let me have a yeah. look. I'll see if I can find a company that... Um... Huh. So I think, yeah, I think we should do it. I mean, we, where would we do it? We could do it in, we could do it on Anglesey. Well, it would be in Wales, wouldn't it, then? Yeah, Whale in Whaley Fest. Um, I think we should do it on the 16th of, um, uh, 16th of uh, Jan, uh, June, which is when the Labour Festival is. Take everybody away from that. Who will we get headlining? 
oh, oh we've got to get go big big stars big big stars but um, i was uh, my friend lee john from with imagination who are out uh, and uh, have never stopped touring i mean he is just great to what he, he just makes you feel great so we get lee on what about mr hollywood from frankie goes to hollywood yeah we could ask uh, we could ask him as well oh i've got a good idea we can yeah. get your mate that used to do the um the front end of ACDC to come out of retirement. Right, Johnson, maybe, we, yeah, maybe we could get a bit of ACDC on. That would be good. That'd be big. Um, uh, to power, yes, oh, definitely. Carol Decker, yeah, we like. I yeah, like Carol. That would be good. Okay, so we've got a good lineup of people, haven't we? And I could ask, uh, I could ask Luke if uh, if he could get Matt and uh, Bros could come back and do another, just a you know one off little set for us. Uh, we get Jerry Hayes to compare. Yes, yeah, that will be good. That will be good. And I can, you and I, and, and Ash, will just sit and pontificate about what's going on in the world, a bit like Jeremy uh, Jeremy uh, Corbyn did at uh, Glastonbury. Well, we just talk crap then. Yeah, we just talk crap, uh, which is what we've done for years, and uh, I think that would probably do well. So, if anybody is interested, let's just what we should do is test the market. Yeah. So what would you, if you would like to come, email us, tell us how many tickets, if we were going to do Whaley Fest, you would like, and we'll get an idea if we'd sell any, and if nobody gets in touch, we won't bother. All the money's in the food, you know. What? We get a share of the food sales. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, my friend Tony Tobin, the celebrity chef. Yeah. Why don't we get him on to do the food? Is that him now? Hang on. Hang on. I'll see. Hold on. Hello? Uh, no, you've got the wrong number, I'm afraid. <laughs> Why is it always foreign-sounding people ring up and uh, try and uh, ask you if you've got the... Uh, anyway, f*** and f*** hearing with me during the f*** program. Wasn't Toby Tobin then? No, it wasn't Tony Tobin, no. Toby T it was some bloke who was going to tell me that if I could go to my computer, he could help me unlock the problem that I have. Oh, yeah, that problem, yeah. Yeah. The last time they, that somebody rang, I uh, was so rude to them, Mrs. W shouted from the other room. The best thing to do is keep them talking. The longer you keep them talking mm. and wasting their time, the less likely that someone else is going to get suckered in. Yeah, well, that's a very good point, but I haven't got time, have I, because we're busy at the moment. But I do like to threaten them. I mean, that's very naughty, isn't it? No, but don't. they're sitting there in some foreign country thinking that we're easy to, uh, you know. And probably one of these countries, I'm not, I'm, I, uh, you can accuse me of being racist, but I'm not, but probably one of these countries that apparently the Brexiteers think we're going to do marvellous business deals with. Oh, they're a bunch of twats, aren't they, Brexiteers? Have we, have we lost thread now? We were on Whaleyfest. Now we've we've gone. Yeah, to... sorry. Go back to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you can cut all that out. We we'll go back to Whaleyfest. Yeah, Whaleyfest. So if you're interested, get in touch. Uh, James Whale Radio at gmail dot com. And uh, any suggestions for who we should have on? What should we should do? Should we do some glamping? Should it be a one day festival? A three day festival? You know, all that sort of stuff. Could we have a, a sort of Nigel dunking tank? That's a good idea. Why don't we do that? You know, with a facsimile of Nigel Farage. I was thinking of getting the real McCoy. Well, if he's up for it. I mean, he does have somewhere a sense of humour. So if he's up for it, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that was quite good. I think that was very good, in fact. Um, right. Shall we uh, Shall we uh, talk about something completely different? We've done all those things. And uh, oh, we've got some Wales Mail, have we? Jane. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so just removed my charcoal naan bread from the oven. Jane. Well, that's very good. I hope you had a, 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 a very nice cup. Ah, Jane, do you want to do food for the festival? Naan breads, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeffrey Potter, who's a local history librarian, said, James, I'm currently putting together a permanent exhibition on Spike Milligan for my employer's Central Coast Council, New South Wales. The exhibition will be at Woi Woi. Woi Woi? Why, why? Library and have a small theatre on which to show uh, Milligan related programs. May we have permission to include your interview on an ongoing basis? I feel this is very important to show the whole man. 
I, I have I have no problem with that at all. No problem at all. Are they going to pay for it? Well, if they stream the um, the, the YouTube version of our, of it, then uh, I'm mm. sure you'll get the advertising at the beginning of the uh, clip. Okay, well, why don't you get in touch with them and let them do that? Well, you've just done that, haven't you? Oh, yeah, so I have. But maybe you should send an email anyway. Okay, I'll send him an email back. Do you think that's a good idea? Permission to play granted. Right. We have the right to reverse this decision at any time we see fit. Well, I will, but just, just send back, yeah, and hope they have a, a lovely time. Why, why? Where's why, why? It's in Australia. New South Wales. Yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was in Cardiff. <laughs> There's nothing new about Cardiff. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Um, should we talk about some of the big problems, big stories in the news? Uh, okay. The big stories in the news this week are? Uh, Britain is the officially the fat man of Europe, with an average male weighing in at 13-plus stone. Should we be ashamed? I'm 13 and a half. There we are. Proves the point. I think we should. With my back issues, I need to lose some weight, I think. You do? Well, you eat shit, don't you? I mean, if you stopped eating the shit you eat. Tell everybody what you eat on it. What did you have for breakfast? I haven't had any breakfast yet. See? Shit. What are you going to have for lunch? I will probably go down to the um, hog roast that's out in the street. Yeah. And just okay. have a, a tray of hog. Oh, yeah, more shit. Okay, and uh, what will you have for your afternoon tea? I'll probably go home and have some pastry. Some pastry at home? Mm. What sort of pastry? I don't know, sort of like uh, croissants. For tea in the afternoon? Yeah, because I'll, I'll, I'll pig out on the, on the hog, and then I'll go okay. home and have some croissants. And what will you have for your evening meal? I will have a couple of Mars bar ice creams. You're taking the piss now, aren't you? No, I love them. Get uh, eight for three <laughs> quid. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you do. But all you've done is eat shit all day, and that will make one of mine. Um, so there's no vegetable, no no, no, uh, no goodness anywhere in any of the stuff you've eaten. I had some tortilla wraps last night. That was quite healthy. What was healthy about a tortilla wrap? That was your dinner last night, was it? A bit of chicken inside, uh, barbecue. Yeah, barbecue chicken, yeah. Did you barbecue it yourself? No, it was one of them ones that you throw in a bag. Really? Okay. Yeah, more shit. Okay. Um, what do you drink then? What have you? What did you have this morning when you got up? What was your first drink? I haven't drunk anything yet. It's too early. <laughs> what What will your first drink be? I'll have a choice. I'll either have uh, Pepsi Max with ginger. That's really that's my favourite drink at the moment. Uh, or, or or a Coke. Um, will you drink any water? Uh, well, there's water in the Coke. Will you have any tea, coffee, no, any I other hot drinks? Don't do tea or coffee. Right. Uh, will you have any alcohol? No, I don't do much alcohol. Okay. So, vegetables? Occasionally I have some carrots in a nice chicken chasseur. Right. So you make a chicken chasseur from scratch, do you? Well, I have the chicken and the carrots go in, and then a packet of that mixed stuff, mm. and I whack it in the oven for right. three hours. Um, generally each day, do you, do you get sort of five portions of fruit and vegetable? No, but I might get five portions of chocolate. Right. Okay. I go see a doctor. Because of my back. Yeah, I know. I, sh I should do. No, no, because if you'll die, I'd go see a dietitian. Um, so we did put out on Facebook, uh, Britain, officially the fat man of Europe, should we be ashamed? Uh, C.W. Let says, no surprise there. Uh, Marnie says, unless somebody has health issues, which means they cannot stay at the healthy weight, it's unavoidable. However, if you're relatively healthy, it is up to the individual to maintain a healthy weight. Uh, fortunately, I have a healthy lifestyle and also want to stay healthy for my son. That's nice of Marnie, isn't it? Uh, Mr. Hammond, John Hammond says, no, the Germans are fitter, but did you see our life expectancies are more than them? So us jubbies must be doing something right. Interesting point. Andy Savage says, I'd rather be happy than thin, and good food makes me happy. Uh, Bill Roberts, I am above average, but uh, try uh, not to appear too proud. 
Good. Um, Neil Bethel says, I'm over 13 stone and everybody thinks I'm skinny. Uh, Julianne Smith, most uh, most of the uh, responders to this were men, by the way, as you saw. Julianne Smith said, it's called comfort eating. Living in ticking time bomb is depressing. Well, yeah, I suppose you're right, actually, Julian. Uh, Daryl Garness says, I don't think it matters as long as you are healthy and try to exercise. There are many of these people about, but you don't always know their story. Could have health issues. I don't think it helps with the amount of salt and sugar that is in our food either. But depending on height and build, I think 13 stone is about average nowadays. And Karen Bowman says, yes, we should. Pop was not given to kids freely as it is now. Pop was had on high days and holidays. Listen to this, Rob. Uh, Christmas and birthdays. Fast food was a treat of fish and chips to be had. Now, uh, and then, not every day, burgers were only available from Wimpy. And again, only now and then as a treat. We drank lemon barley and were limited on sweets. And we had balanced meals. We played outside. And we were always active as kids. That was then, when I was a child. Times have changed, food has changed, and we are not a healthy nation as a result. Karen, you're right, but there is one interesting thing. We all seem to live a lot longer. It's, it's all the sugar. Is it? Yeah, it's doing us good. Okay. I think it's probably time for your, uh, your starring role now. I can't do any rolling because my back is killing me. Yeah. Well, in that case, why don't you do tech talk? Okay, I could talk about the uh, 5G auctions have started in the UK. Really? Yeah. What's that all about? Haven't we got enough Gs? No, we're on uh, 4G at the moment, and we're upgrading Mm. to 5G, which means super fast broadband coming to our phones and tablets. Mm. All right, okay. When do I get that, then? When uh, EE and 3 stop arguing with each other about it. Well, I'm on Vodafone. Yeah, so just sell everything to Vodafone, and uh, we'll all be good. Yeah? Okay. More ads on YouTube for music. Good, I think. Well, yeah, it's uh, when you listen to... uh, Because a lot of people go to YouTube and click on a playlist for music because it's free, because you don't have to pay a subscription. And so YouTube are going to put more adverts in deliberately to force you to pay YouTube to sign up to their new music service. Oh, right, okay. So I don't use it anyway, so I don't care. No. Um, no. Sad news for about the Uber self-driving car, obviously killed. No, that's no. It's bad news for the the people involved, but you know, self-driving cars is never going to happen. It's a, it's just a, an absolute bollocks. It was a, it was a, a thing that was going to happen. It was just when it was going to happen, isn't it? So yeah, but it's not. I mean, you know, it might happen in cities. You might get into a a, a car that has no driver, but people don't want it. I'm not going to get in a car and then go 20 miles up the motorway. I want to drive it. Yeah, cars on rails, I think, is the only safe solution. Possibly. And, uh, yeah, it's not good news for Facebook at the moment, is it? It's, uh, no, it's no. It's all going a bit tits But then up. that was always going to happen, wasn't it? Because something so successful in such a short amount of time with very little in the way uh, of regulation, there will have to be... And I mean, I, it is difficult. Listen, we... <laughs> <laughs> Again, listen, I go back to Brexit and people who want to just sort of draw the uh, up the drawbridge and, and, and go back to being a kind of uh, uh, on their own in a we This is a small, small planet. You know, we're not a very big planet. It's easy to get around. We all rub against each other. We need to be more one than separate. And we need to, and, and, and unless we start doing that, we can't really organize the internet. It has to have the will of every nation, doesn't it? It could be. Facebook has had its time. Twitter is much better because you have to actually formulate what you want to say into a short shot. And for me, I could I could prattle on forever, as you know. On Twitter, you have to sort of uh, hone your thoughts. Unless you're a huge star, though, on Twitter, I don't think even that works that well. I mean, if you could put a post out that one or two people may like it or respond to it, and you could have, I don't know, I've got 40,000 followers. If I put a picture of me up, nobody ever bothers to comment. No, because you're an ugly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shall we do films? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter Rabbit uh, featuring uh, James Corden. 
as uh, the rabbit. Nothing would make me want to see that, but go on. The film was actually very good, apart from one thing. James Corden? Yes. Yeah. I don't find him very funny. He was all right in, um, what was that, that sitcom he first was in? Oh, the one in uh, South Wales. Yeah, he was all right in that. Gavin and Stacey. Gavin and Stacey. He was okay in that, but I've, I've, I've seen his chat show. That's pretty dumb. I mean, it's all... <sighs> car share karaoke is quite funny, but it's obvious. Yeah, the car share thing works because of the celebrity he's with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you need to have a fat celebrity. So he just struck lucky, being in the right place at the right time. You can't have all skinny and good-looking people, can you? You've got to have a fat bastard. His voice doesn't suit the rabbit. And, I mean, after I saw him in Into the Woods, a film, a musical that he did, with, I think, mm. with Disney, it, it was just terrible. Okay. Um, anything you've seen you've liked? No, I've been uh, a bit busy this week, so I've only seen the one film. What have you been doing? I don't actually know. Time has just sort of slipped. I've been doing all the odd jobs. You know, you've got odd jobs around a house to do. Yeah. So I've been starting them all, not finishing them, obviously, because I'm a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've got just... Well, well give, me, give me an idea of just one odd job you've done. I took up all the paving slabs in, in, on our back garden bit. Um, Why? Because in between all the paving slabs, there's um, weeds growing and stuff. So I mm. thought, rather than just keep pulling out all the weeds, I'll just take the slabs up and just dig it all out. That's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. You can get weed killer that you can put between the slabs and that would just kill off all the wheat. Yeah, but it's where the dog likes to go out and have its, you know, business and stuff. So I don't really want the dog running. you got any grass? Uh, well, we have at the other end of the house. Yeah, we'll let the dog go out there. Well, no, you can't. It's, it's all overgrown. It's like a forest. Well, cut it back. Well, it's another job I've got to do. And then, then I did the guttering and then, you know, I, I did mm. half of it and then I got bored. Um, I've got to do my guttering, actually, but I think I might get somebody in. Why don't you get somebody in? Uh, well, that's what I've decided to do now. I've decided tradesmen is the solution. Yeah. I mean, you work a bit harder, make a bit of extra money, and then you redistribute the money by paying somebody else to do one of the jobs that you're really not capable of doing. So it's it's a long list of things I've got to do, you see. So uh, I've got to get these No, things. it's a long list of people you've got to employ. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Um, okay. Uh, have you finished now all the stuff you were doing or not? Yeah, I'm just talking crap today because my back hurts. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to talk a little bit about this. Um, Winston Churchill, who, of course, is a hero of this country, um, has been severely criticised by some bloke I haven't heard of on the BBC. Some, uh, I don't know who he is. He did that thing about this house and go back in time. Uh, he said uh, he, Winston Churchill basically uh, should have been brought to, to trial as a war criminal for certain things. And so I did ask the question um, on Facebook, uh, Winston Churchill, a war criminal? Question mark. Your thoughts? Uh, Stephen uh, Shalcross said, a biased broadcasting corporation historian admits Churchill's past isn't whiter than white. That is truly amazing, he says. And he's right, isn't it? Who has a, you know... Uh, Daniel Hewson said, BBC hates Winston Churchill. That's why they promote this historian. Yeah, I don't know what the BBC wanted to, to try and make it look as if they are, I don't know, all things to all people and they just miss the fucking boat. I would take away the BBC should be concentrating on its local radio stations, which could do a fabulous job and are needed, would be a bonus to all communities. And the BBC can, can, they don't need to have everything they've got. It's far too big an organisation. And I work in it from time to time, I tell you. They can't make decisions. And when they do, the decisions are made by people who've got really very little clue. Usually people who've worked in the BBC for years and uh, more interested in their pensions and not offending everyone. Now the BBC have got themselves in so much trouble for telling people um, who go and work as a freelance presenter or something else, you should start your own company. Luckily, I never did that. But they did say to me once, you need to start your own company so we can pay you through that. I said, F off. not doing that. I'm a freelance, you you know, I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'll do it the way I want to do it. And if you want to employ me, um, and if you want to, if you say, oh, we only employ you staff, fine, you pay my... Uh, uh, you pay my sickness pay and you pay holiday pay and everything else, fine. That's good. The BBC now have started taking tax off freelance people. Um, 
which is what you do when you are a staff member, but they have refused to give them holiday pay or sickness pay or any other benefit of being an employee. I don't think the people who run the BBC are really capable. And I'm not talking about the individual uh, sort of station managers and I'm talking about the high-ups who work in London. I don't think any of them really know what the f*** they're doing. And, of course, the best way to stay employed at the BBC is like that woman, what's her name, Carrie Gracie, is have a go at the BBC, and then they just keep you employed because otherwise they think they'll get too much bad publicity. Alison Browning says, I don't think he's the big hero he's made out to be. Well, Alison, he, he, he did get the people of this country through the war. He, he smoked a lot. Um, he drank a lot. Um, he had a really appalling sense of humour, apparently, and, um, uh, you know, uh, Mark Langton says he was a heathen. Do your research. He used British soldiers as tank fodder and he was labelled a hero. That was the way, Mark, they fought wars. Get with the programme, Clive Hardesty. So some people will say anything to raise their profile. What has he done to improve the free world? This is the, the BBC so-called historian. Uh, Joyce uh, Katanak says, uh, yes, uh, as has every prime minister in British history and every US president except that lovely Jimmy Carter. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Cooper says Churchill wasn't perfect. Far from it. I would absolutely agree with you, Jonathan. Uh, but I can't think of many political leaders that were or are perfect. Quite right. And he, you know, he was a wartime leader. After the war, he didn't stay around terribly long as a leader. At the end of the day, thank God Churchill had the courage of his convictions and spoke out about the rise of the Third Reich, something that many world leaders refused to do. Of course, remember Chamberlain coming back, waggling his bit? It was Chamberlain, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Darren Brett said, why do we entertain these minorities? Let's start a movement to stop paying our TV license fees. If we all stop, the Beeb are foxtrot uniformed. Uh, Paul Mungwall says, funny how the German bombers missed St. Michael's, Buckingham Palace, Westminster and Downing Street. Just not very good shots, I presume. Uh, and I think uh, I think Hitler wanted to preserve bits of that for when he took over. Yeah, I think that was the mm. uh, the idea behind that. Well, it was. Um, David uh, Hazlitt said, "I thought that Churchill defeated a war criminal. Did we defeat innocent people in 1944-45? Maybe it's time to rewrite history." No, we didn't. And the interesting thing is, um, you have to make decisions. Going back to Mark Langton, he, you have to make decisions in war that are very unpalatable. And sometimes, you know, some of the decisions you make mean that, that uh, uh, not everybody gets through. And it's just one of the, it's one of the, you know, if you're going to fight a war. I personally, I think we should have stopped doing wars years and years and years ago. So there we are. What do I know? It's very old hat wars. Very old hat. Should we do questions? We can do questions if I can find the pace okay. of paper. No. Oh. Oh, should I do the whole lot here? Because you make such a f cock up of it, don't no, you? No, no, we've got loads of complaints that you did the questions last week, so I'd better do the questions this week. Really? Yeah. No, we don't get any complaints. You write the complaints. Well, that's true as well, but uh, could you just uh, brush over that and move on? Go on, if you think you can read the questions, you do it then. Okay, Dave Billings. Should there be tax-free concessions on healthy food and higher taxes on junk food? Um... Yeah, you know, it's an interesting question. I'm tempted to say yes, but uh, we do live in a free country. Um, should people be free to make themselves eventually uh, need help from the NHS, which we're all finding isn't working terribly well? It's a very good point, actually. Um, I'm, I'm tempted to say, you know, that, that healthy food should be cheaper than it is and that the food that is absolutely rubbish for you that seems to be cheaper should be more expensive and maybe a tax should be levied on it that goes to the health service. Or to the healthy food companies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go uh, on. Stuart Till, why can I not buy Lincoln biscuits anymore? Because they were rather dull and there are so many lovely biscuits covered in thick chocolate now. Those Lincoln biscuits were a bit dumb. Remind me again which were the Lincoln ones. 
Well, there were sort of just biscuits, a bit of sugar on the top, weren't they? I'll have to have a look later. I'm yeah, sure I had You them. wouldn't want them. Oh, and that's no, why we yeah. don't make them anymore, because nobody did. I, I, Yes, I know which ones they are now. Yes, no, they yeah. were nice. I used to raid the biscuit tin as no, a child. No, that's a different biscuit. Oh, the nice biscuits. Yeah, they are nice. Yeah. 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 Um, Jim Blair. Uh, is fine cuisine served in small portions a rip-off? No, not really, because, you know, you have a number of courses. Uh, I personally don't like fine dining. I find it a little dull. Um, it's more like art on a plate, isn't it? Uh, I, I'm more the slop it on and I'll eat it. Thank you very much, Brigade. But no, I don't, I don't think it's a rip-off at all. So you're paying for an experience, aren't you? Yeah, you're paying, and, the, and the time the chef has to put it all on the plate and make it look nice and lovely and everything else give you an experience yeah uh, obviously jim blair you're not really your palate is not up to that experience i would stick with the uh, i'd stick with the burgers yeah i did the fine dining thing once you know in a big uh, country house a seven course meal with sorbets and things in between each meal most of it went back to the kitchen i couldn't eat it yeah okay all right uh lynn dickinson uh will english football fans be a target for russian police um, I would imagine anybody going to Russia for the World Cup, if anybody actually bothers to go uh, from England, depending on what's happening at that time, whether we've made friends or not, I wouldn't go. Actually, Lynn, if you've got some friends or think of going, I'd cancel it. Uh, Imi- I'm not sure there'll be a target for Russian police, but I think there'll certainly be a target for the Russian football fans, because whether we've fallen out with Russia or not, uh, they, uh, they are always uh, a worry. The Russian football fans, that is. And mind you, on the programme today, I haven't really spoken much about the Salisbury poisoning, have I? No, we have done in the past, though. Yeah, I know. And interestingly enough, uh, it is dying down now. You know, everybody was there the whole time. Everybody's asking questions. None of the questions anybody's asked have been answered. No, no film footage or photographs of the people concerned have been seen. And, uh, you know, I say this, so far, luckily, nobody was killed there. In the capital city last week, there were seven murders of young people, six with knives, one with a gun. Not one of those stories made the front page of the papers. Think on. Imi Timmy. Imi Timmy. Imi Timmy. Is it going to be uh, Deck and Moffat or Deck and Mulhern? Okay, well, I, it's going to be Deck um, and nobody. Uh, Mulhern's just an annoying tall bloke. Um, and, and Scarlett Moffat, who she's... I mean, I know they all fell in love with her after she'd been in the jungle. And uh, I just can't see it. I mean, she's not very... It's just not very funny, is it? I'd rather see him on his own, to be honest. Well, he can only be on his own. Mm. not with anybody else and if he has got anything about him at all and i think he has and i've 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 known them since they used to ring in as kids to my radio show in newcastle by really? the way um and i haven't seen them for years but i used to try and get on the air and be silly which is fine um i hope that deck does it on his own he's only got two more to go in the series i think he can easily do it on his own um and uh and hopefully ant will be back before long and he'll be uh he'll be cured and he you know he has an addiction and that, that is a problem that he has to sort out but don't put him with moffitt or mulhern no 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 uh matt sessions what was your f- yep. most memorable episode of your tv show do you know i, I, I there were over 300 of those shows with Yorkshire, and then a couple, um, another couple of hundred with uh, Mike Mansfield TV. And uh, do you know? I don't know. We put out the one, didn't we? Where I, um, I, I tried to help Jim Bowen get over his fear of flying. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, that's up there. Yep. Um, there was the uh, sex one with uh, Doctor Ruth Westenheim. There were, I don't know. They were all. I quite like the one when I went to Chicago. That was quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I can't because there were so many. I often I when when uh, Rob finds one and we put them up on our, our website jameswareradio.co.uk, uh, we can find lots of them. About fifty or sixty of them, I think, are there somewhere. Oh no, there's a couple of hundred now. Oh, is there? Yeah. All right, my gosh, yeah. 
Um, it was a long-running series, wasn't it, when you think about it? Well, it was every Friday, well, Friday stroke Saturday, um, every week. For nearly 10 years. <laughs> Something like that. A lot of stuff there. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's quite fun to look at people who were very new at the time, who are now big stars. All right, have we finished? Because uh, I've, uh, I've got a meeting to go to, and uh, I've got various other chores to run. Uh, so thank you very much indeed. We'll be back, same place, same time. Don't forget, Monday to Thursday, occasionally a Friday as well, on Talk Radio Live. Today's a Thursday, so I shall be on the radio tonight at 7 o'clock until uh, 10 live. You can ring me, 0344-499-1000 is the number. We can talk about some, uh, some more stories, or we can just chew the fat. You decide. Can you come round and walk on my back, please? No. But there is a very large lady down at number 17, just down the road from you, who would be delighted to do that. Number 17. Yeah. Check that out. Will do. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I'll see you later. Uh, And don't moan anymore. It's just like people moan about nothing these days. Just moan, moan, flipping moan. And don't edit this program so much so that, that, you know, the spice is edited out. Okay. I won't do that. Good. Oh, good. F*** off. James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.